0: It's the same Hi, what's going on, folks? How you guys doing? It's Titus here, as of late podcast uh, Saturday afternoon, going into Saturday evening for you fine folks uh, Hope you're doing well I hope 2020 has, um Been pretty chill for you so far these first four days. I think it's the fourth, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But it's in full effect in this bitch, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. Um, I hope you guys had a good New Year's Eve, transitioning into the uh, new year. Hope you guys got home safe, you know, drunk responsibly, and just had a blast. And hopefully this year will be, you know, a good, you know, that was a good start off to where I hope to be a great year for not just me, but for all of us. You know hope you guys got your goals ready you know you got you know the the gym life rats that's about to get started you know or whatever financial goals you got ready for whatever spiritual goals you got ready for it oh i wish you guys nothing but fulfillment in that um in that in doing that for me you know i got my own set of goals you know i mean mine are pretty simple but it's it's to the i mean it's simple but it's not simple but it's simple (laughs) if that makes any kind of sense but uh i'll tell- I'll tell you a couple of my goals, you know, some goals that I set for twenty twenty i mean uh for more i mean i mean not just twenty twenty but it would be a foundation for like from twenty twenty until on uh, to the next decade until you know, however however long I'm here on this earth um I mean one thing for me would be be more financially stable um more comfortable, you know it, it just all around is just a better way of living more comfortable, not just mentally but physically um, being more, you know, content in my life, whether it is, um, not content, but, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not content, um, consistent, being more consistent, um, in my life, whether it's, you know, going to the gym or, you know, relationships with God, you know, my, my personal relationship with God, you know, praying more, um, this podcast, you know, um, doing music you know producing whatever you're doing um i'm in a mind state of consistency because i've seen other people's lives you know cats i look up to and people that i know personally and don't from afar and the the root of all this stuff folks whatever you want to accomplish is you know working hard and consistent staying consistent in whatever you're trying to do whether it's you know if you want to if you want to be the best beat maker out here um do it daily, you know, do it daily, whether it's, uh, you know, practicing loops, practicing, you know, um, sampling, you know, practicing, you know, drum patterns, you know, like, you know, for me, it's been that to where it's like, if I feel, I feel like if I continue to do better, if I continue to be consistent in that, you know one day at a time you'll get better and better at it to where like you you build a solid foundation it's the same with this this podcast you see like i've started off like with one and now i want to say we're on shit might be episode seven might be episode six or seven now but consistency is the key man you know and if i feel i feel like if anything in life if you do that you know You stay in a positive mind frame, you work, put the work in. For me, I feel like God will meet me halfway and I'll get where I want to. But I have to have that mind frame and I have to be moving consistently, you know, and staying productive. You know, any, any, you know, and that just, you know, some stuff ain't going to come overnight, but just stay productive throughout the day. You know, whether it's like this or writing ideas for the podcast or, you know, writing, you know, getting back into writing stories. And like I said, beats, you know, working. Make sure your life is moving in a in motion, even if it's seeming slow like a sloth. Just make sure that it's moving in a in a going rate. And when I say a going rate, move, moving forward is what I mean. You know, continue to move forward in whatever you're doing in life. And you'll get there, man. You'll get there. I'll get there. We'll all get there if we stay consistent, you know, if we and we put the work in, you know. Um, what Um I would love to know you guys, is, you know. I mean, you guys got... If if you follow me, sh- shout out to the people that follow me on uh Instagram. Shout out to the people that follow me on Anchor. Um, Anchor Fm slash Titus Heart. Um, the link is in my bio as well for the people that's listening that has an Instagram. If you guys wanna answer that question, like what are some of your goals? Leave me a message. You know, I love to like contact you guys, have maybe have some of you guys on the podcast sometime. But um leave me leave me a message, let me know some of you guys' goals, some of you th- things that you guys are you know desiring and working on and like we'll work through it together you know i'll touch and agree with you we'll pray on it you know i you know one or two you, you know it says the old saying when two when two are joined together you know that's even more powerful and so like hey i'm all for it i'm all for like bettering not just my life but like the people around me that i know like got good energy and you know we're stronger in numbers we're stronger in numbers and so like you know hit, hit me out hit um hit me a shout out you know give me a shout out like i said leave a message and I'll definitely make sure to get back to you. You know any topics that you guys want to combine on, you know let your boy know. And so um, I hope, like I said, I hope you guys have a good um, rest of the 2020. It's it's already kicking off. Kind of crazy. It's a lot of a lot of bullshit going on. You know let's let's do with the. Um, I'm gonna start off with the you know c- keeping it home base with the city. You know you know the baby getting locked up. Um, for <laughs> this is I mean it's not funny, but for allegedly daggone – Um, homie was. Homie allegedly, how the story is going, allegedly beat up um, what seems to be, to me, man, like a uh, like a janky promoter. I mean, the guy was, like, apparently um, supposed to do a show. Not a show, but um, was supposed to do some kind of um, appearance for one of his artists, uh, Stunnerful Vegas. He was supposed to do a hosting for him for his birthday bash. And the guy shorted him 10 racks. Um, the deal was supposed to be 30. He only gave him 20 to where I mean the video I mean it's video surveillance of apparently like allegedly the baby um you know pulling this man pulling this man in the street and I mean I can't really tell if it's the baby or not people are saying that it's the baby allegedly um but I mean it must be cuz they got they had him <laughs> they got him locked up and no bail no bail um I mean I mean it's kind of it's it's crazy man I mean cuz it's like in in situations like that it's like you want if uh, how I feel like it went down because like he's saying the the guy who's a promoter who's also suing the baby now is saying that he he gave him the twenty that he gave him the twenty k and um, promised him the rest he promised him the rest from um, apparently not even him from another artist named like YC Woody um, and that's where it all turned left so I'm guessing what how I'm how I'm thinking it went down because I know how promoters can be and I know like. I know how it goes when it deals with, like, doing club events or club showings. You know, they could pay you some Some people do it all, Um, percentage-wise, where they'll they'll be like, yo, I'm not coming with less than that. I don't know what they agreed on. You know, he may have have had a plan, like, mentally he may have already had a plan, like, yo, I'm going to give him this 20 racks, and then I'll give him the back end whenever I can after the club event. But I mean, from how they allegedly whooped this man, I mean, maybe that's not what they agreed on. He may, you know, the baby may came coming into this thing like, look, I'm already moving and grooving. Come with your money, correct? You know, I don't wanna, I don't wanna get my ten from another dude that you're talking about. You know, I don't want no run around. And I mean, that, that may be the way that it went because it's like, I mean, I did my, you know, I did my googles, I did my research, as you guys know. And um, I looked up this guy like YC Woody, and you know, even on the Instagram stories that I'm looking at with this cat, he's a he's a up and coming artist um, that was supposedly uh, allegedly Kenneth Kenneth is the guy is the name of the promoter who's saying that this guy was gonna give him the other 10k. I mean, it's it's video of this guy chilling with the baby, like it's it's video like with the same like outfits of, of the day of this event happening, and so I'm wondering if this guy. Like gave him the ten k the after- after the effect, I wonder if he even knew about it at all. I wonder if this promoter was just like throwing his name out there to just save face, but I don't know, man, I mean, a lot of people try to put a lot of bad stuff on this man on the on the baby. me personally, I see all these situations that this man has got into. he's not starting none of them. you know, I just feel like he just he's he's ready he's he's on deck with it. he ain't gonna tolerate bullshit. He ain't gonna tolerate nobody daggone, you know, janking him out of his money. And so, like, I wish the best for the. I wish the best for that camp, man. I'm, I'm sorry it came to a way where they had to like, allegedly put hands on this man. But um, I feel like he's been in there long enough already. I mean, this was a couple days ago. I'm surprised they didn't give him no bail or anything. I don't know what the weight is for that. But I mean, I, it's Florida. It's different rules. I don't know how that stuff goes. I have no idea how. Um, you know the system is down there in Florida when it comes to like bail and like keeping people in and probably still investigating other stuff. They said it's some other case going on where he was um you know on the on a run or had a warrant and uh, not on a run but like had a warrant in Texas about something. So I don't know if they're trying to keep him because of that bullshit, which has nothing to do with what's going on with Florida. But like I mean, I don't know how that works. I don't know if that works. I guess you know anybody who's more um. In depth with the judicial system, like leave me a message and let me know how that works. Especially if you're in either one of those states. Does I guess if like if you if you got a warrant in another state, I guess they they have the right to keep you dealing with under under the under the circumstances under the situation. And so I mean I mean it's tough man because you know this guy's like he's he already had a hell of a 2019. So I wish nothing but the best for the guy. You know I hope he gets out and I hope that gets situated in in a timely manner. But um, shout out to uh, Stunnerville Vegas. Uh, His album is coming out next, I want to say next week, next week, either the 12th or the 13th. And so, I mean, while while homie locked up, you know, it's a good time for his album to come out and, you know, keep the man alive. They got a pretty good, pretty good lineup. But of course, he's the breadwinner. I mean, the baby is the baby. And yeah, so hopefully, um, uh, like I said, I wish the best for that camp. Going into some other bullshit. Um, um, this was kinda left field. I mean something that's been tensions has been high in this situation for a minute, but um I didn't actually think it would come to a level like this anytime soon, especially under the administration of Trump. Um if I mean, unless you've been hiding under a rock for like the past like forty eight hours. Um um Trump uh, Trump pulled the trigger on um attacking an Iranian, uh, commander, uh, uh, Soleimani, I mean, forgive me if I'm saying his name wrong, but, um, he pulled the trigger on, um, um, assassinating, you know, they saying it's a drone or it was a drone attack that, um, killed Soleimani, a well-respected, um, high-ranking, uh, Armenian commander, Iranian, excuse me, uh, commander who was, like, real respected around there, and, um, I mean, dealing with this situation, man, especially with in the region that it's in, with all the shit that's already going on. I mean, uh, I hate that it happened, and that, and and 'cause because you know it's gonna escalate. I mean, like I did, I I didn't know I knew fully the extent of the tension with us in Iran, but you know, knowing the the you know the whole backstory of Soleimani, Soleimani um, I didn't know he was that high ranking. I didn't know, um, you know, the allies that he had, you know, to where like certain things that he did and move and people that he moved with to where like this could really like it's it's not it's coming to a, a degree of like not if they respond, how they respond is really the questions of how I'm looking at this, because this man, you know, looking at it. This is a guy who's, who's real connected, had a lot of allies, especially in around the region that he was at. Um, this is a country that has many agents spread about, I mean, all not just around that region, um, but around the globe. They're allied with organizations. You know, perfect example, one of the organizations right being their partner country around that region in Lebanon that is just as, you know, got agents spread around just like they do. Um, and so my, my main thing is not necessarily, you know, I, I mean, of course, I wouldn't want nothing to get to a level of like attacking our homeland, but like the bigger picture, the main thing for me right now is like um the attacks on what's close to them. You know, we we just got 3,000 troops from Fort Bragg getting shipped out that got shipped out the other day because of this event. You know, we already got troops all over the place. Around that area, we got American embassies spread out around the globe, with spies of these both, you know, of these allied countries of Iran and Iran itself. Um, the bigger picture for me is like where, where exactly will this attack? Because they already are saying like they're gonna retaliate, and they're gonna, you know, it's 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 a wrap when it comes to that. And so, I'm really curious exactly. How how this is going to unfold and like man it's just it's just a shame man it's a shame that um dealing in a in a situation dealing with the region of the Middle East with all the stuff going on that they already have going on dealing with Syria Syria you know of I mean, those who haven't known anything about that you know was dealing with the civil war Syria has his own shit going on with the civil war with over half a billion dead already five million refugees um you know Iraq is Iraq, you know, it's it's never been the same since since the whole situation that we had going on with them early in the um, 2000s. It's still in a fragile state, still trying to pull itself together. And then you got Yemen, I mean another another country around there that's going through a whole crisis in its own with the health system, you know, many deaths and sicknesses going on around there on the, in more of like a i get i don't want to say what more of a like that's more of like a humanitarian crisis but like just that region all the shit going on in that region and the tensions is already high and then you got trump pulling the trigger with that um it just seems like it just it just set a roof off to where you know you can it's it's a storm of brewing and you know i just send my prayers i just send my uh, prayers to the soldiers that have that, that have to, that have gotten shipped out. Prayers to the families, um, you know, not just American troops, but like all all over in that region that has to deal with this this situation. Because it's you know we're not just talking about troops that's getting killed. The civilians that don't have nothing to do with any anything that's just trying to live their lives that's going on um, that's happening over there as well. And so. Um, just being just if if you're a praying person you know just be in prayer for that situation you know if you're not a prayer person just send like good energy over there because they definitely need it and we definitely need it you know as, as a society to just be in more one being more be more unified man and just be more united you know this is for me like a sad start a sad start to the um the start of 2020 I wasn't even expecting that but um I mean, it happens, you know. It's it's a part of the history of this world. It's war, you know, war. War is is a very profitable, it's very profitable um field as well, you know. I'm not gonna get that. I'm a conspiracist a conspiracy theory. You guys already know that. a uh, conspiracy theorist, I should say, at heart. So I always have my assumptions of like the bigger picture of why, um, certain you know certain triggers get pulled and certain buttons get pushed to do certain things. Certain presidents do the certain. Due to certain things that they do, I mean, I know this guy was already like, you know, he already had a lot of sh- shit where he built up towards like, you know, killing uh contractors, um, U.S. American contractors, and like even the the event earlier on in Saudi Arabia, um, um embassies that they claiming that he was a part of attacking, um, dealing with in in Iraq, and so like he had the track record of like. You know it's it's a reason it's a reason for the assassination while well, like they're giving the track record for the reason of the assassination but for me like I said um, nobody wanted the e- countries in that region did not want to pull the trigger on this guy because of just the authority the authoritative figure that he is and just knowing how it would set um, you know it would It was set ablaze to something that I don't think nobody in that region really wanted. You know, the U.S. being the U.S. uh, arguably the most dominant force in the world. Um, Of course, looking at that, you know, and especially how Trump is talking to a level of just like, well, we're the U.S. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. Nobody's going to fuck with us. We're the U.S. And, yeah, that may be true to a degree, but you got to look at the bigger picture of, like, who... Who is allied with this country and even to the effect of who are we allied with that they may attack just just off the strength of being allied with us. You know, there's plenty of countries that's allied with the United States that, like I said, these these guys got people, organizations that could reach all over the globe that could like not necessarily, you know, attack like our soil, but our our allied soil, and, and, and areas where, like I said, we may have family members at, or we may have, you know, partners. You know, I got partners. You know, I got partners that I went to high school with that a station around there. You know, and so, like I said, just just keep them keep them in your prayers under this situation, um, because you you know it's one of those it's one of those situations where you never know where it's gonna go. Where it's it's with the tensions being high like that um but yeah salute to the salute to the troops that like i said got shipped out there and i'm i'm just praying for better days because you never know you never know where this could go okay but on a lighter note (laughs) you know i just had to take the time to really um you know you know i do that i get the moments where i get serious talk about what's really going on in the world, then I got them, you know, them top 10 list and them goofy-ass moments, but um, on a lighter note, it is playoff season, ladies and gentlemen, if if you're into the NFL, it's playoff season coming up, well, it's not coming up, it's going on right fucking now, actually, Um, we got the Bills and Texans going on right now, and this is honestly like, I'm in from Charlotte, North Carolina, guys, if you guys, if you're just joining us, this is As of Late Podcast, I'm your boy Titus, if you're, don't know where I'm from. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, home of the Carolina Panthers who did horrible this year. Um, was a real bummer. Was a real, I ain't gonna say they did horrible, man. Under circumstances, I mean, they had Cam out for the rest of the year. Um, we just got rid of Riverboat. I mean, it was a tough year for us. I think we, we ended up with just like you. You see, it's getting sad again. <laughs> talking, talking about them is getting me sad again. I might as well talk about, talk about the troops again, man. Cause now I'm getting sad thinking about them damn Panthers. But um, I, I mean that's not a here or there, man. We'll be back. We'll be back next year. I know if my sister's listening to this, she hates to admit that. But um, we will be back next year with Cam Newton, and we will be good. But I do um still love the sport, especially under, around this time. You know just. One of my favorite times when it comes to like, you know, anything dealing with like playoffs, whether it's basketball or football, that's why I really start paying attention to it. Um, I would have paid more attention to it, like I said, if the Panthers would have did better um throughout the season. But um it was it was a swing and a miss for me. You know, some as I've gotten older, I mean, maybe I don't know. I always keep an eye on the Panthers. They let me down, but like the whole league as a whole, I don't do that, like how I used to. And to unless A, they're facing the Panthers, or B um, it's this time of the year, playoffs. And this is, for me, a good time because you're really getting the cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. You're getting the, the the teams that are really worth some um, playing for that, that Lombardi at the end of the day. Um, and with me personally, I'm more of a basketball guy than a football guy. So, you know, I can, I can watch basketball. You know, it moves quicker for me, um, even if it's not the playoffs, which is, for me, the— Awesome. I and mean, I would compare it probably for big football fans. Football fans this is probably the best time of the year for them because, you know, it's it's playoff season. It's the same with me around April when it comes to playoff season with basketball. But I do still enjoy watching it. You got the Bills and the Texans going on right now. Um, great year for fucking Buffalo. Sell out to Buffalo because you got Griselda with with Benny the Butcher and Conway. and anybody who's hip hop know these cats. Um with Conway Conway, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher. Um, they've had, they had a phenomenal 2019, and, you know, that reminds me, I have to watch a rap radar, salute to Elliot Wilson, and, uh, dot who ended the year with two good interviews with, um, them, and before that was with Drake, um, which is like a damn unicorn nowadays to get an interview with that guy, but, um... It looked like a good interview that I'm gonna def- definitely um look into later on. Probably after this, probably after I do my podcast. But uh, <laughs> but um, been a good year for Buffalo. Buffalo. I mean, I I slept on Buffalo hard. I didn't think they were gonna have this good of a year um football wise. But they're in the playoffs and they're they're playing right now against the Texans. And are up ten up. They're up ten up. But I know my brother's gonna hate me for this because he grew up being a Bills fan and but by the time you listen to this podcast I may be completely wrong. You know, I'm very good at at being wrong but confident in how I say it. And I mark my words on this the Texans will win this game. <laughs> the Texans are going to win this game even though down um it's going into the half. But um I'm just I'm always a south guy, man. I guess like I said it's the I don't know if it's the south in me even if it's I guess I'm just biased, y'all. Even if even if I was you know, like I said, a Carolina Panther fan in the playoffs when it comes to anything March Madness, I always go for like the Southern teams if they're facing like another team. I'll be like, you know, even like with the um with the Saints, the Saints they're in our conference, and I'm still gonna be like, all right, I mean, I'm gonna go for the Saints because a they're in the South, and b I mean they're in our conference, so I'm I'm not that guy. I'm I'm not the guy to be like I don't know. You know, some people it's 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 picky on that. You know, if if another team from your division gets into the playoffs, you still root for them. Where well, I'm kind of like the opposite. You know, I'd rather see the Saints. I uh, I don't know. I'm just like the I would I would I know I know other cats are so like you know, I want them to lose. You know, and now it's funny. You know, it's funny for I mean I don't know. It's different. It's different for me. Like if it's if it's the Falcons. I have a problem with that I don't know why because like I guess it's because Atlanta we're still 0-0 like when it comes to Super Bowl wins and I don't want Atlanta to get a Super Bowl before us <laughs> but if if it's the fucking Saints who already got one um or Tampa Bay who's already got one because we're in the NFC South I don't I don't really have a problem with them I don't really have a problem I have more of a rivalry with the Falcons than I do with the Saints um, Even though, I mean, it's just as equal as the rivalry with the Saints. We've had some good games with them, and they've definitely crushed some of our dreams, especially when it comes to playoffs. But I'm rooting for the Saints. I got the Saints winning that game. And, um, again, that's, you know, the, the Southerner in me. Same thing with the Texans. I mean, I got the Texans over the Bills, even though the Bills are up right now. Um, The only thing, only game other game because i'm i'm going I'm get back into my um my zone when it comes to sports sporting sporting events as my boy vic would say <laughs> have you been to the sporting event or the, did you watch the sporting event because they do not fuck with sports at all unless like you know it's a bunch of us and maybe like a family gathering they may watch the super bowl with the families or something like that but they they ain't in tune with it like how i am especially with no like basketball nba but um dealing with that um with either the Seahawks, with the Seahawks and the Eagles, that's the only exception where I won't go for a southern team, because they're both you know ones from the north and ones from um the Pacific Northwest, um the Northwest. And so I would probably even even with that game, I'm still gonna go with the Battle of the Birds. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. I'm gonna go with the Eagles in that one because I mean it's the underdog, even though they've won a Super Bowl, so is the Seahawks. And they slipped in there like a—Philly is good at doing that, slipping in the playoffs. Like, back in the day, even, like, the McNabb days, like, they would be having a 9-7 record, and they would get the least to the NFC Championship. And so, like, I'm not counting the Eagles out with their record. I think they—I think their record was, like, 9-7 this year. And um, facing a good Seahawks team, I don't know where they're facing each other at. I mean, that's a big—that's a big—I don't really know. I don't think that has a lot to do with it. Like, I— this playoff, I mean, if it, if they were facing a younger team, but the Seahawks is, they're pretty established, and so I don't, I don't feel like even if they were facing each other in Philly, that would be a problem for them when it comes to like, you know, weather or like jitters or, you know, it's the playoffs. They don't want they got they got a established quarterback in Russell Wilson who's won a chip already, but I'm still I'm still going with the Eagles just because like. I feel like once they're in there, that 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 Philly grind. Like once they're in there, I feel like that the sky's the limit for them. All they had to do was get in, you know. And the playoffs is different, you know. It's O and O now. Everybody's, you know, the record's the same. And so those are those are my picks when it comes to this. And I'll do I'll do the playoffs um, week by week. I'll do that week by week. I ain't gonna tell you I think I win the Super Bowl yet because. I, for, for, well, for my luck, I'll get fried for it. <laughs> um, but I'm going to take that one week at a time. I definitely already mentally know who I think um, on both sides. But like I said, I'm going to take it one week at a time, spread it out for you guys. Um, but my picks, like I said, for this week is definitely the Texans, the Eagles, the Saints. So I definitely got those those teams handling business. And uh, salute, salute to my homies in Houston. And it has a lot to do with it as well. If I have some kind of like um, friends, or if I got like like family out there, people that's like looked out for me, I think that has a lot to do. Cause I'm I'm I fuck I mess with Houston regardless of like teams. Like uh, I just I'm a real big other of, of that culture. I'm a real big fan of the music. You know, it was a time like if I was gonna move anywhere else, um, it was either gonna be two spots. It was either gonna be. Um, New York because of like just the business opportunities, and Houston. I was gonna move to Texas because of just like it being spread out and it being a good sized city and just being able to get off out there. You know when it comes to like business and just marketing, and it's still considered like you know it's, it's a southern. It's 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 still the south, so I feel like it still get like some southern, even though Texas is completely different from like North Carolina, of course. But I still like I feel like I still would get like good southern vibe. All the people, uh, my homies that live there from even from Houston to Austin, you know, they love it, you know. It's a great place to visit, and so I feel like that's why I'm going for the Texans as well. And I just, I want them, I've been rooting for them since when they got it back, when they got the Texans, a team back over there, you know, because back in the day it used to be the Oilers. And so ever since then I've always kind of like, kept a king and eye on them same with the Rockets you know I'm a big I'm a big James Harden fan you know I fuck with the Rockets and then before that you know growing up I was really big on um I was really big on you know I I fucked with the Hornets of course because I was here in Charlotte and you know it was hard not to they had some good years to where it's like you know one of my favorite memories of like the Hornets was like the Baron Davis years where it was like when he was fucking yoking on fucking every fucking body but we always would either get to like we would get to like the four or five seed of the playoffs and lose the first round or we would get to the first we would we would um get to the semis and wouldn't do anything, you know. I would love my like what a year that would be like if the Hornets fucking like I think I would love that more than the fucking Carolina Panthers winning the Super Bowl. If the Hornets got a fucking team and went to the fucking NBA finals, dude, Oh, I'm in a dream world right now thinking of shit like that. But that would be fucking crazy. I feel like the universe has to like sooner or later right sooner or later has to like pull that off <laughs> i mean it's only i mean like i don't know when i don't know if it'd be in my lifetime but i mean like, look at cleveland like like who thought like even like with lebron like save lebron never went there or like came out you know or like lebron didn't exist like how much longer would a cleveland would have had to wait for a championship you know like i feel like I hopefully we don't have to wait that damn long i mean we had the stanley cup and like I'm talking about, and I, and I fuck with hockey like that. Salute to the Hurricanes and shit like that. But I'm talking about my sports that I really, like, pay attention to and fuck with, you know. Um, like, I'm I'm happy for us getting a fucking professional MLS team. You know, that's dope because I pay attention to soccer. I hope next up that we get a professional baseball team because I fuck with baseball. All the sports that I fuck with, like, um, they're, coming to, they're either coming to the city or they're already in the city. Just haven't got over that peak Of like winning a championship yet, and the Hornets is like that. But going back to that, um, I was I was a I was um, a big Kobe Bryant fan growing up, and my transition from him because he retired recently was Russell Westbrook. So I became a big um Westbrook friend, uh, Westbrook fan because of like him, like just just being a dog and just being like not too big, not not tall, like six, seven, six, six, but like kind of like. Aggressive like a dog, like that, and would yoke on anybody, and so I became a real big OKC Thunder fan. Now my nigga, I fucked around, went to the Rockets, and so hey, now you got him and Harden. Um, you know, I gotta salute my fellow, beard, um, my fellow bearded brother. So <laughs> I'm with, I'm with them now. You know, I have a lot of respect for Californians anyway, and so I like that. I like how that whole chemistry of them being from Cali and like, you know, bringing it to the H Town. That'd be a, that'd be a good win for them, man, because you know. H town needs that shit. I mean, it's it's big, is it's big and it's beautiful. And yeah, they've got they've got the Astros, but like I don't know, it's some, it's something different about like when like the 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 ones that have been there longer, like the 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 Rockets. You know, I mean, they've had one with like Hakeem the Dream, but like in this era, it'd be dope to see. Cause I I wouldn't mind seeing like cats that like. You know, media always talk shit about can never win championships because of how they play. You know, like, those two com- those two guys combined, like, media talks so much shit about, like, how, like, their gameplay, they can never be together because they're both, like, considered ball hauls. But, like, man, if they were to pull that shit off, that'd be dope as hell. I would like that more than fucking—because I'm not—like I said, I'm not a Laker fan. I was a Kobe fan, and I really respected his game. He was like my Jordan. And, but even with LeBron, I like LeBron the man more than I, you know, I like the man of LeBron just as much as I like the player. I enjoy watching them. I'm just a fan of the sport. But like I said, if I had to root for anybody other than my Hornets, they ain't going to be doing shit. It looked like we may make the playoffs. I got the Rockets. And so, and, and it's the same with the, it's the same with the NFL. I got the Texans on this game. So hopefully they pull back, (laughs) they pull back for your boy and do something for me. Getting out of that, getting out of sports, um, Uncut Gems. I was just talking to my boy Rocky about it. Uh, salute to my boy Rocky, who be watching, not be watching, soon to be watching, but listening to the podcast. Uncut Gems. This Adam Sandler movie that came out before the end of the year. He reminded me about it that I seen recently a couple of days ago. Was a good, was a good ass fucking film. Um, arguably. I mean, it's it's not even an argument for me. I mean, I would say between that and Punch Drunk Love, if you guys are unfamiliar with that movie, that's a. I like this type of Adam Sandler. You know, I like the. You know, it's for me. It's a lot. It's a lot easier for a comedian to play a dramatic role than it is for a dramatic actor, unless they are unless they started in comedy and then just became a good actor it's It's a lot harder to switch that back you know it's 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 a lot harder for a dramatic guy to be a comedian and be a funny being comedies, but if you notice it's a lot easier because like i guess like especially in particular with stand up dealing with just that type of like lifestyle and like the the mind frame you have to be to be a successful one and and be used to nose and like booze and reading out a crowd and like you know getting into like some 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 of the material of some of these people. And um, what they have to go through, go through a lot of dark times and a lot of depressing things. And so I feel like that's why they're able to get into such a dramatic character so well. And one of my favorite films before this one by him was Punch Drunk Love. And if you have not seen that film, it came out in like early 2000s. I want to say like, I don't know, don't give me the in like 2003, 2002. Um, But... It was about him playing, like, <laughs> he was, it was Adam Sandler playing, like, this cat that was, um, he was a salesman, he, he was, he was dealing with, a, like, a, like, a mattress firm and shit like that, and it was, like, it's still, it's still humor, it's still humor in it, but it's, like, it's that type of, like, dry humor, what, what dark, kind of, like, comedy type of shit that I like from him, because, like, he, he had a run of, like, you know, he, of course he has the classics, like he had the like the water boy, you know, he had the like the big daddies, he had the happy Gil Morrison where he made box office fucking huge success off these films and then he went through droughts where it's like, Alright, well like I'm I'm kinda tired of him kind of playing that same kind of role in these movies. Um Punch Drunk was the complete opposite of that. And Uncut is the complete opposite of that. You know, I would say acting wise, I may like this just as much. I may like this um, equally as much, I like it equally as much as, I can't say I like it as much, but he plays his, he plays his dealer, he plays his, um, he plays his, um, Jewish dealer in Manhattan, um, jewelry dealer who gets, um, gets involved in, like, a sticky situation, he, he's, I don't. If you haven't seen it yet, it just came out last year. But I would, like I said, I was just talking to Rocky about it, my boy. And it's definitely. It wouldn't surprise me if they end up nominating him for an Oscar because, like, the way that he played it, he played it to the T. He studied. I mean, maybe because him being, I don't know if Sam, I don't know if was Jewish, <laughs> and but I do know he's from New York and how he played this dealer. Um, just how, you know, the the mindset of being this hey, this New York dealer. Um, jewelry, jewelry guy. That's like addicted to betting and addicted to like just the you know the lifestyle of like you know his, his work. He's so invested in his work and trying to be like trying to get the best out of everything. Whether it's betting money on, you know, betting money on uh, games that's not even his money. So you know, like he gets he gets in depth in bed in in debt in bed with uh, some people that he shouldn't have because of like his ways of like his his gambling mind state. But I would highly recommend that it's, it's like one A and one B for me when it comes to like um, the best Adam Sandler movies that I've seen. Dramatic roles like that um, where where I'd be impressed with them because it um, the background of the person being like a comedian. And so, yeah, salute to Adam Sandler. Definitely a good way to start off the year. It came out. the It came out Christmas. But I didn't watch it until, like I said, a couple of days ago, nearly, literally into like the new year. So a good a good new find for you guys. If you haven't seen it yet for the 2020 start for a good movie to watch, Uncut Gems and an old one, I would recommend from him if you're into that, like kind of dry, dark humor um, that is. Different from like the Big Daddies and the Happy Gilmores from him, is Punch Drunk Love. You can probably find that on YouTube nowadays. You can find that anywhere. Um, another good thing, um, another plus note that's coming back on a lighter note. Um, power is coming back. Power's come back. I think the shit come back tomorrow. Um, motherfuckers is always motherfuckers looking to see who the fuck shot Ghost, and I have uh, my own theory on it. Um, some people say it's Tommy. I've seen shits all over the place. It, it could be Tommy, it could be Tasha, It could be fucking uh Tate. All psh, good. I mean, how Ghost ended that fucking last episode. I mean, all the motherfuckers should come in there and just shoot him. But <laughs> it was just uh, it was you could tell it was just one person, and um, it was definitely for me somebody that meant something to him. Just to look at his face, it was a look of surprise and a look of like, damn, why you do me like that. For me, honestly, my theory, I think, is Reek. I think Reek did the shit, and even deeper than that, I think it's because, A, he ain't want to, he, um, Ghost bit the bullet and not taking the charge, like how you say he would if Reek ever got into trouble. And even deeper, I think Kanan and Tasha had a, had a history to where the twins is not is not fucking uh, Ghost's. I think Reek is really Kanan's, and he finds out the truth of that and kills ghosts because ghosts killed cany it was it was responsible for his father's death so it gets into some deep shit that's just my deep theory on it you can take it how it is let me know in the message uh message area um Anchor.fm/slash Anchor. Titus Heart, where you guys, who you guys think is responsible for uh, shooting ghosts. I don't think he's get dead. Y'all niggas, some of y'all niggas think the nigga dead. I don't think Ghost dead. If Ghost dead, I ain't even watching this shit no more. To be honest with you, <laughs> for real, I don't care if like I don't care if it it that shit fire. Like as soon as I find out this nigga dead, I ain't watching this shit no more. So I don't I don't know where you guys getting this that nigga dead shit they ain't gonna they ain't gonna take that nigga out like that i think he got shot like he got shot he didn't get killed but hey we'll both find out so i'm definitely gonna be tuned into that shit and see who really was responsible for killing this man i mean not killing them damn now they got me saying the shit <laughs> who was responsible for shooting ghosts shooting ghosts not killing them shooting them. ghosts still alive that's my theory i think reek did it but that's my episode for the day, you guys you guys have a good rest of the um rest of the night you guys be safe out there i'll talk to you guys on tuesday